Welcome to The Draft by Valet Academy, a weekly show where I, Scott Valentine, deliver you high-value ideas under a curated but a bit off the top of my head way so we can learn and grow together. This week, I want to talk to you about surfacing the maximum potential return for your project, or as we like to call it, price floors and ceiling. As architects, we often have clients come to us at various stages of the project. You can almost be confident that they've done their budgets, they've worked out the projects feasible or not. The preliminary budgets are informed by real estate agents, uh, reports or quantity surveyors or feasibility consultants. They allude to the potential return a client can get on their business, whether it's a hotel, dormitory or, or whatever it is. Uh, however, not every square meter is created equal. Now, I don't want to say that any of these existing methods are wrong because I don't believe they are. They're quite good. Uh, I'm here today to add to the current thinking about exploring the full potential of your project, no matter its purpose. The construction industry and most industries are obsessed with a very easy to grasp idea, cost cutting, cutting costs to make more profit. We believe the obsession should instead be focused on value. And by value, we mean are you allocating budget to solving your customers' most significant problems better than anyone else? The success stories of those that came before us tell us two simple things. Your success is pinned to winning money and mindset. You have to be the obvious answer to your target user's problem every single time. So what does this have to do with servicing maximum potential returns on a project? Well. Current methods of understanding the project budget and the end value to a user is to look at existing markets and you know what's worked in before and what returns are they getting. As a starting point, as a starting point, this is quite good. However, it's not always a game of selling widgets to the masses. What's winning mindset is all about is we are trying to solve a specific user's problem by understanding their wants, needs and emotions that drive them, which is their mindset. Like human emotions, design is not an exact equation. You can't just plug in so-called luxury aesthetics into a predetermined function and hope that it works. Doing this could arguably seen as commoditizing design. So you're producing common solutions to common problems, putting your project in an undifferentiated and non-competitive position. What we often find is people aren't looking at their target users' range of prices that they're willing or able to pay for a good or service. We like referring to this as price floors and price ceilings. The floor is the safe amount you can get for your product or service in a given market, and the ceiling is being the maximum amount you can potentially get in a given market. Often the price floor is the determining factor uh, to our buildings, building, marketing and operational budgets. In our example uh, above, we talked about real estate and feasibility reports. Uh, we'll note these as, as price floors, the starting position uh, for our budget. So how can we surface the price ceiling? Well, if your product or service uh, solves their problem better than anyone that came before you, you have more significant potential to hit their maximum expenditure uh, of the target user you're looking at. Let me give you an example. Uh, we had a prospective client in a major city in, in Asia, we'll say, uh, who had received a report from a well-known real estate agent. The agent's report highlighted a growing need for dormitories in the local area. 
Their research suggested a bed rate, yeah, not a, a room rate because this was just a dormitory, of $95 per month. Based on this report, uh, the building budget and returns were then calculated uh, after that. But then I asked, who's your competitors? Who are you trying to be like? Uh, it turned out there was a competitor nearby, much larger, uh, with more amenities uh, and more rooms. In, but in a similar area, this competitor was charging $120 per bed in the same market. I found these differences in, in the two bed rates very interesting. So I, I dug a little bit further. Now it's impressive what clearly identifying your target market can do. Searching wage comparison websites, I was able to look at the market and try and figure out what was their spending power. In preliminary research, it turned out that the target market could potentially afford up to $190 per month and checking against real estate sites in the area, it seemed impossible for the target user to get an apartment for this amount of money. The assumption was that if the client's project was smaller, if he had less amenity, his product was immediately less valuable. Boom, that's it. That's the fact in the client's mind. Now. We've just spoken about how winning the mindset and solving their problems is the key to success. So does the limiting belief that size or amenity is a differentiating factor to your target user, will that help or, or hinder um, your decision? We believe that it's a hindrance and as such, we think the cost to developers and hospitality entrepreneurs, um, we think it's costing them money. Our quick study showed that there was potential price ceiling twice that of the original estimates. Our ability to reach that ceiling comes down to how well we diagnose, diagnose our users' problems and how well we deliver solutions to those problems. By making assumptions about budgets and returns, not digging into the life of our target users, our client would have potentially been leaving money on the table and not in his pocket. In summary, defining those users and understanding the pay ceiling will reveal budgets based on creating value to realize solutions to target user problems. The solution of the competitor are a fantastic starting point, but they're just that, they're a starting point. From there, you wanna take a deep dive into the target user's life, figure out um, what valuable problems you are solving for that um, target user and what is their price ceiling. Now, I want to turn this over to you. Have you ever seen an example of this where businesses have solved a problem and outgunned the market norm because they've understood their target user better than anyone? Comment below. I want, to, I want these videos to be a two-way conversation between me and you. If you want to see more of, of this show, hit that subscribe button and click the bell so that you get notifications. We want to release one of these shows every week and we'll be back next week with a new show and a new subject to talk about. I look forward to hearing back from you all.